We're picking up the phone this week. I'm your co-host, Masa. And I'm your co-host, Yasmin. And today we're going to be talking about 10 things we learned in 2022. So welcome back, you guys. Um, today's, I think today's episode will be a good one. I think yeah. it's like kind of, it's getting near December, near the end of the year. So I feel like it's like a good time to reflect on what you did this year and things you learned. But I don't know. I feel like the past like week and whatever has just been a haze, like Thanksgiving and then coming back to school has been like a lot, I feel like. I agree. So basically, we uploaded and that was the week we were on Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went home to Milwaukee and time with my family. It was a nice like refresher, but now we're back and finals are coming up. So. Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad I, I'm ready for winter break. I think finals will be, I don't know, I'm not too stressed about it because I'm trying not to have like a you need to get this grade. Like, I'm just going to do my best and hope for the best. Oh, also, guys, I switched my major since <laughs> last pod. But now I'm a neurobio major on a pre-med route. Slay. We'll see how it That's goes. exciting. It is. I am really excited, actually. I think it'll be, I'm still the same major, but. Yes, slay. Yeah. I mean, that's good. I think you'll do good in that. Thank you. But I don't know. Nothing new. I went to the gym this morning. It's really therapeutic. I haven't gone to the gym in the morning in a long time. That's good. You must have went really early. No, I went like 7.30. Oh, I guess. I kind of wake up late. I woke up at like 8 and my friends about 8.50. Yeah. But it was nice. Okay, should we just jump in? So as we get into December, I feel like it's a time to reflect on your past year and see what you did, things that you did well, things that you didn't like as much in order to have a better, like, future year even though you should always be reflecting but like the new year doesn't really signify it that much but it's a nice time to like take a step back and see what you've done and so in light of that today we thought we'd talk about 10 things we learned in 2022 um the first thing I learned and I think you learned it too is gratitude is so important and you need to focus on appreciation because if you see the world in such a negative light or like not like focusing on the good things it's it's going to be negative, but if you see it positive and you're grateful for these things, your life seems so much more, like, clearer and better. It's, like, more uplifting, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Like, focusing on appreciation rather than absence is really important. It's also just, like, having a positive outlook on life can really change a lot. Mm-hmm. I completely agree, because it's your mindset is everything. Exactly, and it's, like, like, simple things, like, oh, I wish I had this, I wish I had this, but you're, like, by doing that, you're like you're focusing on what you're missing rather not what you have like appreciate mm-hmm. what you do have yeah and I think that's important I feel like it like goes under the like rug a lot like like you have so much even if you don't have that much but you have so much that you're not realizing and if you take a step back and look at that it's like I don't know it's kind of like an e- an ego boost in a way like I have all this like I'm mm-hmm. like like yeah I might not have other things but I have these things and that's good mm-hmm. like you can look at that with anything. Let's say you're not happy with your body. Like, my body works if, mm-hmm. if it does. Like, I can move. I can do this. So it's kind of like, yeah, just changing yeah. your mindset. Exactly. And it, yeah, I agree. Or even with school. Like, I'm like, oh, I wish I had more free time. Like, I'm focusing on the absence, but, like, I'm not appreciating that I get to get an education. Mm-hmm. That, you know? I agree. I don't know. It really, it's really helpful, like, seeing the world like that because it's, like, 
I feel like it makes you want to do more things. Like if I tell myself I get to go to class or I get to do this and I get, I'm appreciating the fact that I'm able to get an education, I'm more inclined to go to class. I'm more inclined to like try on my projects and try harder and actually learn it because I know that other people don't have that opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really important. Just being, I don't know, like just, I feel like it's really hard to like sit down at the end of the day or actually, I don't think it's hard to. I think a lot of people just neglect doing it, like sitting down at the end of the day and looking or like just thinking about everything you have and like sort of reflecting on your day mm-hmm. and like all of the kind of like good things you have in life. Like it's so hard. You can't count on your fingers all the good things you mm-hmm. have, you know, like there's so much. And like it's obviously ranges for people. Like some people have good family, some people have good friends and things like that. But it's just important to focus on that. I agree. And even like starting your day out with like some gratitude or ending it, I feel like is really good because yeah. if you start it, then you have like that positive outlook in the day. And then if you end it, it's like it's such a reassuring thing. I feel yeah. like like something I do is like when I'm usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, it's like because that's when I do work in the morning. I just take out my journal and I just write things I'm grateful for. And sometimes I write like education. And it makes me so much like more productive. Yeah. I know I like like romanticizing like, mm-hmm. school sometimes when I'm like I really don't want to do this. I know it helps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Something I learned it's really important to have some kind of outlet. So, like for example, that can be journaling, working out, something as simple as going for a walk, or like having someone to talk to. Like I think my outlet is kind of just like physical exercise um journaling for sure and then like having someone to talk to like I feel like finding your person like I tell Masa basically everything that's on my mind like <laughs> you should just go through our messages I'm like oh I just got cereal now I'm walking yeah. like it's just important to have an outlet yeah I agree because it's like at least for me I'm a person where I'm in my head so much where it's like if I don't have an outlet it it's just not good for me. Everything builds up and because I can't like express my emotions that much. So having that outlet is really important because it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like an, a release in a way. Like I would say my outlets are again journaling, but I feel like I only like journal journal when I have something going mm-hmm. and I need to figure it out or like working out. Like if I'm stressed or whatever, I like to like work out or even like drawing I found this year. Is I really like that when I'm stressed or I need to calm down, I just draw and it like, I don't know, it's a good like resting period for myself. And then I feel like a lot better after. So the next thing I learned was relationships will change. And if they don't serve you anymore, you should like let them go. Like as adults, well, whatever age you are, like every age you're changing and your interests change, your values change and everything changes. So it's like likely that the people that you are friends with at different points in your life that you might not align with them really or they might not you just might not be as good of friends anymore because you're two different people now you have different interests you have different things and it's like that's okay that's a part of life and it's like you can still be friends with them but you have to like acknowledge that you might not be the same and that's fine we had the best conversation about this over break yeah like how you just have to realize that you can become so insignificant in someone's life mm-hmm. and it's not like as malicious feelings or like ill feelings it just it happens like, yeah you grow apart yeah and I you think it's to- like acknowledging that and like being okay with it like you can mm-hmm. grieve it a little bit like oh it's not the same but it's like that's a part of life people grow people change 
And even like as you grow older, people get busier, people have different lives, people start families and whatever, and you might not be able to fit into their life the way you used to. Mm -hmm. And it's like being okay with that. Like if someone who I considered close, like didn't like give me the same attention anymore or whatever, um, being okay with that because I know that they have other lives around me. Like some of my friends from high school, it's like, okay, we're not talking as much, but it's also like, I'm okay with that because I know that it's like we're not in the, we're at two different stages of life like they're probably really busy too and I'm really busy so they just don't align and it's like that's okay like yeah. you have to acknowledge like that it's okay you don't need all that yeah I agree and then it's also important to realize that like letting new people in is super important for growth mm-hmm. like I was telling I think if I was fixated on like my high school because like a good amount of people from high school go to like Madison but I think if I were fixated on those people like maybe I wouldn't have met Moss and we wouldn't have gotten closer like all yeah. the other people I met like I would have been so narrow-minded that I was like oh I need to stay friends with these middle high school people like I can't meet new people yeah so that's why I think it's important to like allow yourself to branch out and meet new people too mm-hmm. and let go of like relationships that don't serve you anymore. yeah especially if you have a relationship in your life that used to be great but now it's like not the same and not the same in a negative aspect where you feel like it's like harming you in some way or it's just not good for you like let's say the person changed no aspect where you wouldn't want to surround yourself with them I think it's okay to let them go mm-hmm. where it's like if they if they don't align with your interests anymore and it's like you think that being around them would not be helpful for you I think it's okay to let them go it might be hard but it's like it's the best for you so I think it's like okay I agree. Yeah. So another thing we learn is learning to let things go that are out of your control. So don't let something that you can't control dictate your day. For example, like, so I don't know, but like a lot of the time when I go out or like, not like when I'm with like big groups of people, like I'll be like, oh, I said something, I shouldn't have said that, or like things like that. Like I get very like hung up on stuff and I'm just like, you can't let one thing dictate like the rest of your day. Like it has mm-hmm. to be done with. Like you can't keep fretting over things like that. You know yeah. What I mean? Like not overthink of yeah. your past actions. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's like, that kind of goes along with like, no one r- really cares at the end of the day. So yeah. it's like, you have to like let go of that. But I also feel like letting things go that aren't out of your control, it's kind of like, again, with like, your body image and stuff like that if there's something about you that you can't change you have to like learn to let it go it's like insignificant yeah not insignificant but it's like you can't change like yeah you can change it but i learn to cope with it rather than yeah like beating yourself up about it. yeah um yeah i guess like something i was just like thinking about is like so this is gonna sound confusing so i'm gonna try and elaborate but like looking at people as their inner child mm-hmm. so it's like let's say someone's being mean to you right yeah like like you can't take that as like personal like it's just a projection of what's going on so maybe they're not healed or they went through something like and that's how like it's a reflection of themselves and what's going on internally rather than a reflection of yourself so you can't take things so personally I guess so like don't let that dictate your day let's say someone's being really like mean to you like it's not your fault maybe they just have something like suppressed or something that's going on inside and that's how they're like releasing it I get that and I think I I agree with that it's Mm -hmm. like yeah like someone's actions might not be yeah sometimes they are personal but sometimes it's not necessarily personal and they didn't like 
like you just happen to be there and that's why they're projecting it onto you. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like with this mentality, you also want to, I don't know, like I, if they are constantly projecting on you, I would l- like let them go. I wouldn't like let them be in my mm-hmm. life. But rather than if it's like a once or twice situation, mm-hmm. because it's like if they keep doing that, I think you have to like, like that's not okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> the next thing that I learned is learn to be comfortable yourself and make sure you truly like who you are when you're alone. And I feel like this one, it, it can be a hard one for some people and not for others. Because sometimes, like, um, I feel like I'm, I'm around people so much now, especially in college. And it's like, you never really get true alone time. So it's like, you don't really know how to do things by yourself, mm-hmm. which I think is super important. And like this year, I feel like I started like spending more time alone and seeing me as a person mm-hmm. I guess and working on things by myself and enjoying my company because I feel like well this there's like a not a motto but it's like if you can't make yourself laugh or you can't have a good time by yourself then like that's not a good sign because you should the number one person should be yourself you you should be your own best friend like you should I guess like treat yourself as your best friend like you should enjoy your company and stuff like that and it's like talk good to yourself and stuff like that so if you're not your own best friend if you don't like your own company I think you have to work on that yeah I do not have said that better like considering you up and it's like uh like when you're alone I feel like a lot of the time we neglect being alone or like we don't think of it like that like treating yourself like your own best friend but it is really important because, like, at the end of the day, if you're always mean to yourself, or you're, like, you're, you're not going to enjoy being alone. Like, you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. And, like, whatever, like, some things that you've done, like, this year or whatever to, like, appreciate being alone. Honestly, like, I think this year especially, or I guess, yeah, this year especially, I've become really comfortable being alone. Like, I like and I value my alone time. Mm-hmm. So, like, going on walks, like, that's a big thing. Because I feel like it just really lets me sit and just, like, think about everything. Yeah. Even just going to get coffee by myself or, like, sitting and doing homework. Just, yeah. Like, by myself, or, like, with my presence. I don't know. Like, I've enjoyed being alone. Or even just driving in the car when I'm home. Yeah. Like, by myself. I agree. I feel like I going on walks is a big one but like sometimes when I go on walks I I like to like this sounds like depressing but I like to walk in just silence so I'm like more aware and like more like like with myself because like you can always like play a podcast you pass the phone podcast but you can always play a podcast or listen to music and it's like yeah you're alone but I feel like you're not like truly alone so sometimes I like to be alone with my thoughts (laughs) when I go on the walk but um, for me, I honestly, I like eating alone sometimes. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's like kind of comforting in a sense where it's like, I like I'm here. This is my time. I'm like eating alone. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. But also like, I like drawing. Like when it was nice out um, in the fall, I would like go sit on Bascom or go near the Capitol and sit and just like eat and draw. And it was really therapeutic. I really enjoyed it. Aww. yeah so just figure out who you are make sure you like yourself because a big thing is like if you don't like yourself when you're alone then there's a sign that maybe like I don't want to say people don't like being with you but maybe it's kind of like intertwined and like intertwined in a way do you know what I'm saying like yeah if you genuinely cannot stand being with yourself like if you can't then maybe there's like a deeper rooted issue and like 
Yeah, I agree. So the next thing I learned this year is no one cares about you. And that sounds a little harsh, but I mean it in the sense where it's like no one cares that you like tripped and fell on the bus and spilled two drinks. <laughs> okay, we don't need to talk about that okay? <laughs> but um like no one cares. Like it's like, yeah, like you think you're like the most important person in the world, but you're not. Quite literally nobody cares. Like <laughs> like you like let's say you did something that you thought was embarrassing and now that's all you're thinking about like the whole day and it's like okay but these people like they saw it they might have laughed but okay they moved on that's it like they don't they're not thinking about you like that and I think that's important to know because it's like if you get in your head a lot about some things it's like like thinking at least for me thinking that no one cares about me not that sounds really harsh but like no one cares like they're gonna move on it's like helpful it's Mm -hmm. like it gives me like less like fear about like interacting with other people or about doing other things which I think is important no you know what I saw it's like being embarrassed is literally just your mindset yeah like you can't be embarrassed like as Masa <laughs> told you guys before I was so I was getting on the bus and I had two Starbucks drinks in my hand and it was like cold it was just a really bad day to be honest <laughs> so I had a drink for me a drink for Masa so I was getting onto the bus and my boot got stuck underneath like the step and I just like wiped out on the bus <laughs> basically and these are like the busy metro like city buses the school buses so I just sat on the floor for like a good few minutes before I got up because like I couldn't get up anyway but then like I sat down I laughed it off and I was like like oh I'm not embarrassed like it's yeah. just a mindset I was like oh it happened whatever yeah I agree like you have to get like I don't even know I feel like I've been in that mindset for so long and I love it like I've been the most like embarrassing things I'm mm-hmm. like, oh like it doesn't matter I'm not embarrassed yeah I think I like I'm in between like some days I'm like I don't care at all like okay mm-hmm. what I'll do anything tell mm-hmm. me and I'll well like not anything mm-hmm. but and like a certain like almost anything mm-hmm. and then other days I like I'm super like in my head yeah and I think it just comes down to like your mindset and what you think about other things like literally yesterday someone just came in my lecture with the ski mask on and just screamed and then left and I was like that could be a good like confidence boost or a good like embarrassment like getting used to embarrassment like rejection yeah. kind of method like exercise like a, yeah it's like an exercise just to get like get used to like feeling embarrassed or like not getting embarrassed anymore yeah like nothing matters <laughs> moving on um okay so confrontation is necessary for healthy relationships. I think this is really important because personally, I avoid confrontation a lot. And it's not that I'm like afraid to like confront someone. It's like, I'd rather just keep peace and just move on. Mm-hmm. But I think that like, that just builds up a lot of like suppressed feelings or like suppressed like, like bad things in relationships. And then like, you are going to have a negative outlook on someone or like, not a negative outlook but you're just gonna always have that like little tension yeah where you're like oh they said that yeah something so I think confronting someone is super necessary I completely agree like if you don't talk about what's bothering you in a relationship it's gonna build up like you said and it's like you're like the other person will not know you're upset if you don't express anything so it's like they think they're fine and then if you're like secretly like super angry about something or annoyed or upset about something and they're never gonna know if you don't communicate that nothing is gonna get better 
it, it just it's gonna get worse but if you want if let's say this is a relationship you care about and you like like you want this relationship in your life and you don't confront them about something that made you upset that's I feel like a quicker way to end the relationship because you're going to have this built up resentment towards them. Yeah. Whereas if you do talk it out, you express how you're feeling and they understand that and they're like caring about that and they work to fix it. I think that's the only thing that's going to drive a relationship forward. Like, I feel like it's like, if you don't fight with your friends, if you don't fight with your significant other, that's not a good sign. I think you should be fighting, not like constantly, but there should be like disputes because that's how you learn to build a better relationship. Yeah. Kind of like confrontation is like, keeping both parties accountable. accountable yeah yeah I agree yeah and like I think I've learned I've just learned this this year because I'm super non-confrontational just mm -hmm. like you but I'm working on it yeah. and I remember earlier this year we, me and my friend got in like not a, like a dispute like she was fine I was the one feeling bad and I wasn't able to express my feelings yeah over prom which is <laughs> yeah. but it's like now that like I brought it up. I confronted to her, like, how I was feeling. And it was just, like, I feel like it helped our relationship because now it's, like, I know I can, like, bring things up to her if I'm feeling upset. And I know I can do that with her. Mm -hmm. And she can do that with me. And it, like, it helps, like, strengthen our relationship because yeah. we can bring these up. We know we're, like, willing to listen to the confrontation and stuff like that. So I think it's only better I'm more comfortable with her now because I was able to confront her. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think like it's really important. Because like I would never want to lose like a friendship with someone that I'm super that I care about so much. Mm -hmm. Like something that like like for example like if something I don't know like we're really close, right? If something yeah. happened like I wouldn't want us to just like hold it in because we want to avoid confrontation. Yeah. Like, it's important so we can build on it and like fix it because like I wouldn't want to lose someone I really care about over something so like minuscule yeah that might yeah. seem minuscule to me but like hurts them or something that might hurt me it's mm -hmm. minuscule to them you know yeah I think I am a very sensitive person same and like I don't like to really like admit that but I am I always look at it as a weakness but I think it's really important that like I'm empathetic like yeah. I care a lot about people and like I have I get I'm really sensitive like if someone says something that hurts me like I'm, I'm gonna get sad yeah okay so the next thing that we learned is listen to people around you who you would take advice from and I think this is super important because you can't just like let's say there's someone who like gives you advice or says something to you and they're not like someone that you would want to be like yeah. I feel like you should take that in into account when you're processing this advice exactly yeah I agree because like I don't know I feel like I always listen to what my mom told me, basically, because she was like, oh, like, but, like, obviously my mom or my parents are people I would take advice from, mm -hmm. um, so if they're telling me something now, like, I realize they're telling me that because it's going to benefit me. Yeah. Like, yeah, or even, like, and that goes back to, we were just talking about, it's like, who you surround yourself with, mm -hmm. because if you're surrounding yourself with people who you're not going to take advice from, maybe that's a bad sign. Yeah, that I you agree. should be around them. Mm -hmm. so. It's kind of like, you should surround yourself with people who you want to be like. Yeah in order to become more like them. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when doing like when doing so in doing so when you surround yourself with these people who you want to be like, it's like if they give you advice, you're more likely to take it because they're kind of like the person you want to be, I guess. Yeah. But like maybe don't let people's advice completely control your decisions. Yeah. But like let it kind of be as like extra guidance. Yeah. 
yeah kind of yeah like like don't yeah don't let people like don't let people's advice dictate your actions or I don't know sometimes when I'm trying to figure something out I won't go to other people for advice because yeah because it's like I want to make sure that who I'm getting advice for or like the people I'm getting advice for they're not swaying my decision on something because at the end of the day it's like my decision and I don't want like other factors to sway it when if I should be trusting my gut and I'm not because I'm listening to someone else which I think is an important thing to know like let's say with like my personal relationships if I have a problem sometimes I'll think look to myself first before I seek out other people's help or advice because I might not I might know better than they do and I'm just like yeah not trusting myself you know what that's actually I like what you just said a lot like you might know better than what they mm-hmm. do because they don't know every aspect of your life yeah. every aspect of your relationships or things like that like at least like, okay with myself what I learned this year also is like that I sometimes don't trust myself like I don't lean into myself I lean towards other people mm-hmm. so like I'm the type of person where I would take advice I would rather take advice from another person than look within myself and see what's right mm-hmm. I if that makes sense like if I didn't know what to do let's say I had a problem with someone and I wasn't sure what to do, I would right right away tell my friends what happened and then get their advice on it. And I wouldn't like, I wouldn't process what happened and what I think I should do. I would just Mm -hmm. lean towards other people. And I think you need to, like, it's okay to get advice from people. I think that's really good. It's a good thing to do from the right person. But I think you need to look to yourself first, think about what you would do and what the problem is. And then once you're clear on that and you understand everything, then I think you should go to another person if you need that. So it's like if I have a problem with someone, I need to I need to know first Mm -hmm. and be able to deal with like not deal with it by myself first. But I need to like know what I would do in a sense Mm -hmm. before going to someone else. Trust that you can make the right decision on your own. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So basically what we're saying is if you are going to take advice from the people, make sure it's or make sure it's people you would take like advice from like don't listen to someone who you wouldn't accept Mm -hmm. advice don't accept criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from yeah so like the people so yeah listen to the people who truly care about you and want the best for you Mm -hmm. and honestly keep an eye out for that because I feel like it's really hard like recently I feel like I don't want to say no one wants the best for you that sounds so like oh the world is confidence but like it's true it's true like, I feel like it's very hard to find people who care and want the best for you. Like, I'll even see it on, like, a daily basis when I'm talking to people. Like, they won't tell me about something that would really help me in my future career. Yeah. Like that, you know? Like, they want to keep it a secret. It's like, I, I get the idea of working in silence until it's, like, actually, because you want to, like, make sure it's, like, in place. Yeah. But I also don't like the idea of being sneaky and, like, not telling someone something because, like, it's a competition kind of. Yeah. But, but that's the reality we live in. Yeah. Which, at least, like, in a competitive atmosphere. Yeah, I agree, so. And I, I agree with that. People don't want the, like, they don't have the best interest for you. Like, at least both of us, I feel like we're very, like, caring people. And yeah. we're very, like, we give. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it. a lot of people, they won't give the same extent that you, like, you give. Yeah. So it's, like, learning to, like, preserve yourself mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, like, don't do things, like, don't exhaust yourself doing things for others that they want to do for you. Yeah. It's, like, we were talking about this, too, the other day, but it's, like, at the end of the day, like, I put my head down, and I, like, know that I did my best to help those around me. Like, I want to, like, fill their bucket or make them, like, succeed, too. Yeah. It's, like, 
I would hate to be the, on the other end of that where like someone knows they could help me, but they choose not to. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So. so the next thing we learned is do things that make life easier for your future self. So this is a big thing. This stuck with me since eighth grade English, actually, because my English teacher told me this. He was like, don't leave your paper for the last day. Make life easier for your future self. Start it now. And that's such a good example, I feel like, because when yeah. it comes to homework, instead of procrastinating and doing it all the day it's due, make life easier for your future self and maybe start it slowly. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. I think we touched on this last pod as well, but, like, I think I had that mentality more towards the beginning of the year where I would like make things easier for my future self and do stuff now. And like now that it's like leaning towards the end of the semester, I feel like I'm like struggling with that mindset where it's like I'm more procrastinating, which I think is like a problem. But but anyway, um, I think I was like I'm in like in the more procrastinating mindset and I have to like recalibrate, readjust myself and like get back into that mindset because even though the year is like almost over, it's still, like, you have to finish the marathon, you know? Yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> like, even with working out or, like, eating healthy, it's, like, it's not even, like, there's so week, but it's, like, like, in the long run, like, if you're eating such bad foods now, like, in the long run, you're going to get, like, cholesterol, like, yeah. things like that, or, like, not working out. Like, you're going to, like, you're at higher risk for, like, things in the future injury what is I, we learned this in middle and elementary school you're high risk for injury i think it's high blood pressure and nope. i don't heart know disease? yeah heart disease yeah which yeah so it's like you have to think about it might be hard to do something right now but you have to do it to help your future self like i don't want maybe i don't want to work right out right now but i like it doesn't have to be a hard workout, but, like, if I do it, like, that can be beneficial towards my future self. I might, I can be more, like, fit, like, cardiovascular, like, yeah. heart, like my heart could be more fit and whatever, so I can, like, live an easier life. It's even better for, like, future masa today. Yeah. Like, tonight, you're like, oh, I already worked out. My future self can just chill tonight. Yeah. So, like, I'm being really lazy, and I need to email these research labs, but, like, I can't bring myself to read all of, like, the, what the labs do and yeah. all the things. But I know if I do it today, life will be better for me in the future because then I'll have, like, an internet ship secured. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Just, like, do things earlier, the better. So, basically, don't procrastinate. Yeah. Because it's beneficial, but also not just for work, but for life life in general. Yeah. yeah. Every aspect. Um, and so, the last thing that we had today is don't be afraid to put yourself first in the sense, like you can ask for help and you can do what's best for you. Like I'm a, I've always struggled with asking for help, whether that's like in my personal life or in my like school life, work life, I've hated asking for help because honestly, I don't know why I feel like it's like, I think I can do it on my own, but it's like, you shouldn't be afraid to do that. Like everyone needs help. And it's like even more beneficial if you ask someone for it. Like, I feel like, even this year just starting to go to like office hours has been like a bigger deal because I'm like I'm asking for help from other people which is like good and like by doing this I'm building more relationships with the people at office yeah. hours mm-hmm. yeah so I think it's like it's okay to ask for help yeah I because I feel like the way I was raised was very independent like, mm-hmm. my parents always raised me to be independent which like I mean like it's good but it's also like I've always struggled to ask for help like I feel like I kind of grew up really quick and mm-hmm. it's like I never felt like I needed help when it came to school, when it came to, like, like, 
let's say I was feeling a certain way, like, I wouldn't just, like, go up to my parents, but, like, I felt like that was, like, a weakness, almost. Like, yeah. Like, having to admit that I needed help or, like, that I needed advice. I thought I could, like, handle it on my own. But, like, you're right. I feel like recently I've learned that it's, like, okay to ask for help. I think with my back, like, okay, so this is such, like, a, like, thing. But, like, I've had this back pain for, like, a year. And I didn't ask for help. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, this is kind of serious. It's, like, a hernia. Yeah. Like, it's great. But, like, I kept, like, I was, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I'm just being dramatic. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But now, like, I'm texting my mom. I'm, like, yeah, like, I need to come home. Or, like, I need you to pick me up so I can, like, because my PT is, like, things like that. Yeah. Like, it's something small, but, like like it's important yeah I agree and it's like now that you bring that up I feel like sometimes like if I have a problem I'm like less likely to ask someone or bring it up yeah because I don't know why I feel like I'm afraid I don't know but I don't know like I feel like I've been learning that it's like asking for help is natural Mm -hmm. it's important and it's more beneficial towards you yeah and even like if sometimes I feel like it's like weird if I ask but it's like it's not it goes back to the idea that like no one cares like no one's gonna think about the fact that you asked for help yeah exactly um so basically it's okay to be selfish and do what's best for you like I don't know like like I feel like just making sure you're putting yourself first and like asking people to help you put yourself first Mm -hmm. like that's okay and I feel like with the putting yourself first idea in this like not being afraid to put yourself first it's like it goes back to the idea like no one really cares about you in the sense where it's like we just mentioned how a lot of people don't have like the best insight like best what's the word best intentions towards you and it's like you should like put yourself first like we shouldn't you shouldn't like overgive because that's not really putting yourself first in a way like you should do things that are good for you even if if that means like letting go of a friendship if that's good for you let it go yeah put yourself first put your mental health first put your like everything first because that's the most important if you don't put yourself first what is there yeah the end of the day you won't have yourself yeah which is like a not pessimist it's a realist outlook on life I feel like I feel like you need that. Yeah. And it's, like, obviously, like, there's the people in your life that do, and, like, that's good, mm-hmm. like, that do have the best intentions for you, but it's, like, you need to be sure you're surrounding yourself with those people, and if you aren't, like, you have to put yourself first. Exactly. I love them. And I think that was all 10. There might have been a, a couple more mixed in there, but, yeah. like, overall 10 things we learned this year. Um. So, again, at the end of each of our podcasts, we like to go over three things that we're grateful for. Uh, just to add, give us a little brightness at the end of the pod. Yeah. So, three things that I'm grateful for today are my new mittens. Because, yeah. literally, I've been walking around, my hands have been freezing because my phalanges always get cold. <laughs> Even my toes, they always get freezing. I need to invest in thicker socks. But anyway... Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm very grateful for that because it's helpful. In the, it would, how many degrees is it today? It's so it's cold. 23, 23, but with wind, it's so much colder. It was like 12 degrees. Yeah. Yesterday it was. But mm-hmm. yesterday was freezing. So I'm really grateful for my new mittens. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I'm grateful for is grateful for doing my laundry yesterday. And like doing it was like a full cleanse. Like I washed my comforter and my bed sheets and all my laundry. And it was really good because I feel like I don't wash my comfort, comforter every week. I wash it like it's hard here i don't think but are you supposed to wash your comforter every week maybe you are and i just don't but 
wash your sheets, not your, I don't think comforter. Right? Yeah, like, I don't think so. Like, I always wash my sheets. I change them every week, but my comforter, I don't always. And so it was such a, like, a refresh. I loved it. I smelled my comforter, and it smelled so good. And I went to sleep perfectly. <laughs> and the last thing that I'm grateful for today is my new computer. Because my old computer, I've had it since middle school. And it was a little, like, a little bust. Not bust. Okay, it was fine, but I couldn't run any of the apps I needed for, like, sometimes school, but, like, also daily life. Like, I couldn't use them anymore because they wouldn't work with my computer because it was not on a high enough iOS to be able to use them. Mm-hmm. And it's also faster. Like, I, when I open, like, three tabs, it doesn't, like, breathe so loud, which is really nice. I'm really grateful for it, actually. I'm really grateful. That's so good. But, Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I would say my new hokas. I okay, so I have the Clifton, but I wanted to work with more like cushions, but I got mm-hmm. the Bondi or Bondi. I don't know how you say it, but they're so comfy, they make my walk so much better because we have a lot of walking. Yeah, um, I'm thankful for my knowledge and like my really good study habits. I feel like because I just got my bio exam score back, and it was like a bio exam I was really nervous for because yeah. like. Like the professor was a little like like the like the notes weren't very like clear so like it was very open ended I didn't know what was going to be asked of me because we didn't yeah. really get a practice exam but like I'm thankful for that and then the last thing I'm thankful for is Trader Joe's <laughs> honestly because that's kind of that's pushed me through the week yeah we got well we went to Trader Joe's on what was it Tuesday and we got like a bunch of like pre-made things so we wouldn't spend money on like food and I got a warm bowl and it was like cauliflower kale sweet potato it was really good that's so good that was no that was a good trip yeah we should go again I think we need to the stir fry thing I got was really good really like okay I was scared I wouldn't have been able to make it in the microwave but it worked it was kind of like a noodle soup okay oh so you you just like boiled the water kind of in the microwave then kind of like I have a water boiler but I took two different like containers and I cooked the noodles in one and I put threw it in the microwave cooked it whatever and then I cooked the vegetables in one because I was kind of like steaming mm-hmm. them and then I put them together added the sauce and cooked like microwaved it again it was a lot of microwaving so the like the vegetables were cooked like they were soft oh that's so good it was good I think I'm going to start every week yeah um, so that was our podcast for today I hope you enjoyed if you did like and subscribe it can you give us a five star rating yeah and make sure to follow all our socials they're at past past the phone pod we have a tiktok and an instagram mm-hmm. and i'm starting a pinterest oh oh yeah so follow that too so now we're gonna pass the phone and pick it up next week bye, bye.